BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to Biz Quicker. You've got just Julie again today. I hope you're enjoying these episodes where it's just me and these quick 10 minutes or less bites of business information. You know, we were originally going to call this Biz Quick Bites, but we felt like that was probably a negative approach to our podcast. So we went with Biz Quicker. Today, I want to talk about sales. Now, listen, I know a lot of people hate sales. There are people who love it. They are born to do it. They are skilled. They are pros. And then there are a lot more people who are afraid of it, who suck at it. My first time ever trying to sell, like truly have a job in sales. Oh, wow. I blue. (laughs) I was terrible. So I once sold cars and not very well. I worked for a Chevy dealer in Minnesota and I, I thought, you know, this won't be hard. How hard could it be to sell cars? Well, turns out if you're not good at sales or you don't have any training or you don't have a process down, it's, it's pretty fucking hard guys. I was, I I took this job, went through very little training and I just didn't have the, I, I, I didn't have the, I didn't have the courage. I didn't have the confidence to be good at sales. And I, I think in a like 120 day period, I sold one car and that was probably to an old couple who actually felt sorry for me. I just bombed left and right. And when I think about it now, it's it's kind of, well, it, I'm not embarrassed by it at all because that's a learning experience and it makes for some really great stories. But I now I believe I could sell the fuck out of some cars. I don't, I don't want to, but I believe that I probably, I would be much better at it today. And when we started SB Pace, it took us six months to realize that we needed somebody to focus on sales. We were, you know, posting on social media and like doing all these things and we weren't really thinking about sales. So that's my, that's the thing I want to talk about today. Social media is not sales, right? I know a lot of people who just post on social media with this hope and a prayer that they're going to get clients or customers, but you have to have an intentional strategy and you better be on more places than just social media channels, right? You've got to be, if you, hopefully you're collecting email names, you're getting in front of people live, you are doing more than just posting and praying. You are actually getting out there, engaging, meeting people and selling, making offers and not that super spammy kind of offer that comes on social media because nobody 
appreciates that as a long-term strategy. So back to when we started SB Pace, we didn't even think about the fact that we needed to focus on sales. We literally were like, you know, if we build it, they will come because we're pretty awesome. And while we are still pretty awesome, we now realize that if they build it, if we build it, they will come is a nonsense strategy that doesn't get you anything, especially money. So we started to realize we're not really a cold calling type of a business, right? But we, I did cold calling. I got together with a friend of mine and we would cold call together. He would listen to me cold call. I would listen to him. And it was it was great. Actually, I, I don't mind cold calling people. I just, we don't have a business that's built for cold calling, but I don't, I do not mind doing it because one, it really forces you out of your comfort zone. And it also makes all the other aspects of selling much easier because cold calling can be painful. You're going to get a lot of no's. And I mean, a lot of no's, sometimes not even no thank you. Sometimes don't ever call me again or just a straight hang up. Not a lot of people return your calls, but it's a great way to practice making an offer. Can also get in front of people like rotary clubs, chambers of commerce, professional associations. Those types of groups are always looking for speakers. So go speak, talk about what you do, help people solve problems and make an offer at the end, a a reasonable offer, offer to give them some sort of training to audit some type of material or strategy that they have, and then set up a consultation call afterwards, a free 30 minute call and get some, get some leads, show them how you can help them. And then just nurture that relationship. So this, the the money is in the follow-up. And, you know, I don't love cliches, but I do love that one because that is 100% accurate. If you don't follow up with your leads, if you don't nurture them, if you don't continue to touch base with them, if you don't continue to make asks, if you don't reach out to say, hey, what else can, what other questions can I answer or how else can I help you? You are never going to make sales. The money is in the follow-up. And sales, like we, it doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. If you look at it from the perspective of your offer, what you're selling, what, the service you provide, the value that you are bringing to the world, it is your responsibility to make sure that people know that that offer is out there. And the reason is because you are helping people. And helping people is should be one of the main reasons that we are in business. Yes, 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 we all want to make money. Revenue is key and if you're not making money, if you're unless you're a nonprofit, there's really no reason to to stay in business if you aren't making money. Unless you're in the beginning stages and you're just starting, right? But you can't make money if you don't make an offer and you really, really aren't going to get people to accept your offer if you aren't adding value. If they can't clearly see how you can solve a problem, how you can help them improve and how they can actually see the ROI on what you are doing. So for those of you, you know, new to the business world, ROI, return on investment, If I'm paying you $10,000, I better be getting $10,000 of value out of what I'm paying you. So 
if you you if you're giving me a service, that service has to be worth what I'm paying. Ideally, it's worth more. So that is the key to getting business, to making sales is to offer value, to clearly offer value so that your ideal customer can see the benefit of buying from you. And that really needs to happen someplace other than just social media for a lot of reasons. First off, if you're just posting, if your entire sales strategy is built around Instagram or Facebook, you don't own those customers. Mark Zuck does. And you've heard this a million times. So I don't need to go into that in great detail. You have got to own your customers. That means you need their contact information. You need their email address. You need their phone number. You need to know how to reach out to them. And if everything is on Facebook and then you all of a sudden get banned from Facebook, well, you're kind of fucked. So you've got to find a different approach. Social media is not sales. It cannot be your sales strategy. Your sales strategy has got to be bigger than that. You've got to think more channels, but I'm not saying you have to be everywhere. I'm saying you have to be intentional. Be intentional with your sales. If you've got questions, reach out. I would love to chat about it more with you. So glad that you tuned in today. And I forgot to tell you the date, which by now you probably already know, but today is Tuesday, August 16th. Yes, it's Tuesday, August 16th. Have a great day and I will see you soon.